Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor of the train, Anthony Smith. That's right. This train is building up ahead of steam each and every day that we are on. So what I want you to do is grab your ticket, get on board, enjoy the ride. This train is going to take you on a journey, turn some corners, and maybe pick up a few passengers along the way. So what do we have on tap for today's episode? Even I don't know that. So the best way to find out is tune in and enjoy the ride of the A-Train Sports Talk podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. And we're about ready to get this train on the track. So stay tuned. It's the A-Train Sports Talk podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. You're listening to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. This is your host and conductor of the train, Anthony Smith. Weekend edition, Super Bowl weekend. And if you ever hear my intro, it says, what do we have on tap for today? And I say, heck, you and I don't know. A lot of times that is the case, but today... I am going to start off with a story, courtesy of Gotham Sports. I guess fans are bored and don't have nothing better to do. So they want to troll someone. So the story on Yahoo starts out, Twitter defends female basketball coach after trolls criticize her fly game day outfit. Even Yahoo knows that her wardrobe is fly. Interesting. It's become more apparent than ever that women are sick and tired of people sharing their unbridled opinions on how we choose to dress our bodies. And let me just say this source, courtesy of Sydney Carter at Sydney underscore Renee on Twitter. Most recently, former Texas A&M women's basketball player and now player development coach and assistant recruiting coordinator, Sydney Carter has been subjected to ridiculous and frankly unwarranted questions about whether one of her game day outfits was appropriate. In photos from Game 22 that Carter shared on social media earlier this week, the coach wore a white turtleneck top with stylish patent leather pants, which she described as Nicki Minaj pink. The coach accented the look with a red face mask and heels. Why would you dress in pants that tight to coach? One person asked in Carter's Twitter replies, 
while another added, have you not seen how many male coaches wear suits? Let me stop right there. Unless the person that made this tweet is watching reruns, and maybe I've missed it. I'm, I, I don't get everything right, but I have yet to see a coach wearing a suit since COVID. So let's clear it up. And unfortunately, they didn't put a name on this Twitter handle because I would actually either call that person out or I would actually respond to that tweet. I know what a suit is. I wear suits on Sunday mornings at church. I call it my Sunday to go Sunday go to meeting clothing. At best, what these coaches are wearing is basically a like a sweatsuit outfit with the team logo. Coaches are not suited and booted up nowadays. So, why some would question Carter's ability to dress herself appropriately and aptly for her job as a grown woman is beyond us. That said, most online users seem to also support Carter and her choice to dress stylishly on the sidelines. The coach has received tons of encouraging messages from across social media. On Twitter, her tweet now has over 77.8K likes. And I have to admit, the outfit she has on, I see nothing wrong with it. Some of the comments read like this. I stand tall with you, one Twitter user wrote to Carter. And what you have on doesn't matter. Your coaching skills, your talent, and the goals you smashing over there. From one black woman to another who gets bashed on their clothes all the time, I vote for this look entirely. Get it. Black grown women magic, honey. Another person encouragingly pinned, literally, my favorite thing to see is a woman looking like a baddie while being a boss. Women have the right to wear whatever they choose and shouldn't have to face negative commentary about their appearance while on the job. The Texas A&M women's basketball team are at 13-9 this season thus far. And also, you can also catch her on Instagram as well, too. I don't have that, not proof to that information right now. But yes, I did follow her, and I hope that as this podcast goes out and the link will be shared, I hope to one day, this may sound like a stretch, but nothing beats a failure but a try. I hope to get her on my podcast just to talk about this very same thing. Because if you stop and think about it, and I I looked at some of her pictures on Instagram, and the woman just flat out knows how to dress. She is very elegantly dressed and put together in the photos that I've seen. And, you know, to ask the question, why would you wear something like that, would only suggest to me that evidently to know what she has on, it's got you looking. Plain and simple, it, it it got you looking. Not only does it have you looking, it has you talking. So, even though the talk may be negative, the fact of the matter is, 
whether it's negative talk or positive talk, the bottom line is you're still talking. She could be at home, mind her own business, be at home sleeping. But the minute you talk about her, you make her the most important person in your day at that particular time. Let me just say this then. Serena Williams. World-renowned tennis star. Changed the culture of tennis by what? What she had on. She became the focal point because the question was, what would she wear next? Oh, I'm pretty sure there are some traditionalists that did not that did not like the cat suits as they called it. But overall, it was her brand. And just as many people that didn't like it, liked it. And when she was on that court, you stopped doing what you were doing and you were watching her. And at the end of the day, what she had on didn't matter. All you want to know was, did she win? Did she break another record? Then somewhere in between her, yes, maybe you paid attention to what she had on. But at the end of the day, you said, that was a nice outfit. So I say to Coach Sydney Carter, and actually, her, you can find her on Instagram at Sid Carter, that's S-Y-D-C-A-R-T-E-R in the number four. That's on Instagram. If you want to view her Instagram post. But yes, she she is not doing no disservice to the game. As a matter of fact, I'm waiting for the male counterparts to put the suit and tie back on. Those are some of the things that we remember when you watch the game of basketball. The coaches were well-dressed. They looked very professional. And maybe that's it. Maybe there's some jealousy amongst those who have negative comments. Because you're used to seeing the male counterparts dressed up. And they have yet to don the plus $500 suit. $75 shirt. $50 necktie. Lord knows how much the shoes cost. Maybe that's what you miss. And seeing someone is dressed very elegantly, you have nothing better to do than to, as they say, put your mouth on her. Sid Carter, Sydney Renee, Sydney Carter, Coach Carter, keep doing what you're doing because you have a very good, you have a very elegant taste and a touch of class. Your wardrobe. Next thing I want to talk about the trade that was building up steam that looked like it wasn't going to happen that ended up happening. There's some aftermath from it though. Joel Embiid buries Ben Simmons on Twitter after the James Harden deal. It finally happened after seven months of Ben Simmons demanding a trade from the Sixers. Despite his shortcomings and unwillingness to grow as a player, being the root cause of the team's inability to get deeper into the postseason, the organization managed to trade the 25-year-old All-Star to the Brooklyn Nets for future Hall of Famer guard James Harden. 
It's a dream come true for a large number of Sixer fans who were sick of Simmons still occupying a roster spot. And it seems like the Sixers franchise cornerstone, Joel Embiid, is pretty happy with the results, too. Embiid took to Twitter shortly after the deal became official Thursday to absolutely either the to ether the man he once viewed as his forever running mate. MB took to Twitter shortly after the deal became official Thursday to absolutely ether the man he once viewed as his forever running mate. Joel, oh my goodness. In case you're not eternally online, this photo is a classic Twitter meme in which an Instagram user posted that he showed up at one of my biggest haters' funeral just to make sure that his hater was dead. The user posted the photo seen above in MB's tweet, which I'm looking at that right now. It has since come to serve as a reaction meme anytime something happens to a popular figure you hate. MB using this as his whole reaction to the deal after owning off diplomacy over the past seven months is just absolutely iconic. It's an immediate wall of fame tweet. The Sixers big man tried to navigate the situation as best he could, but his reaction after Simmons was kicked out of practice just before the regular season began told it all. Says, one of the things says, at this point, I don't care about that man, honestly. Notice he didn't call his name. He was extremely over Simmons as a teammate and as a friend and was ready for some dang help on the court. This couldn't have turned out better for MB. What a moment in Philadelphia sports history. Here's hoping that the Embiid-Harden partnership is more fruitful than the Embiid-Simmons tandem ever was. So now James Harden is a sixer who had been more out of, out, of New, out of Brooklyn. So now what you have here, if their numbers hold to form, if their numbers hold the form, their stats. Embiid is averaging over 20 points a game, over 10 rebounds a game. Harden is averaging over 20 points a game, over 10 dimes. That's assist to the traditionalist. If those numbers hold up, they will be the second duo to do it in NBA history. The trivia question will be, who is the first duo? Well, what I am going to do right here is I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I will have some more for you. So it is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. Glad you're on board.
It's the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. Wanting to let you know that this podcast is listener-supported. That's right. Driven by you, the listener. So if you want to advertise or sponsor a segment, simply reach out to me at 316-553-2010 or hit me up at a.trainsportstalk at gmail.com to get your ad or sponsorship ran on this podcast. Once again, A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. You're listening to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome back to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, your host and conductor. This is, yes, Anthony Smith here, weekend edition, and yes, it's also Super Bowl weekend. You guys are ready. Who is it going to be? Is it going to be Matthew Stafford? Finally getting that boost Super Bowl ring after being in the league, Lord knows, all of about 50 years. I'm just playing. He was basically in football abyss in Detroit. Now he's on the grandest stage of my Or will it be Joe Burrow? It's talking about those quarterbacks named Joe. They play in the Super Bowl. They just don't lose. Broadway Joe. Montana Joe. That's Joe Montana to those of you who aren't quite up to speed. And now there's Joe Burrow. But what will it say for what will it say for Matthew Stafford and the Rams in general? Should they stumble in this game to the Cincinnati Bengals? I'll leave it out there for you to think on. There's another story, though, that I want to share with you that's, I would say, picking up a little steam. It's going to always be in the forefront, thanks to the transfer portal, as if you didn't see this coming. I wish I could post some pictures up. I'd make it part of my artwork on my podcast so y'all could see that. But there's a story. Caleb Williams says his dad wouldn't let him choose Alabama. So new USC quarterback Caleb Williams appeared on Good Morning America to discuss his decision to commit to the Trojans in the transfer portal. As if we didn't once again see that coming. While his recruitment out of the transfer portal ultimately ended with him choosing USC and former Oklahoma coach Lincoln Riley, it was clear that it was a family decision for Williams to head to SoCal. While Williams was heavily recruited both out of high school and out of the transfer portal, there was one school he definitely wasn't going to attend. 
about 10 years ago, my dad actually told me to make a list of schools I wanted to go to. And he said, number one, you can't have Alabama on there. William said on Good Morning America. So I ended up choosing schools like the West Coast schools out there, out here. First was USC. Dreams do come true. Next, it obviously, I had Coach Lincoln, Lincoln Riley and everybody else that came over from Oklahoma here. There's a certain sense of comfort when you have people like that who you've been around for at least a year. While Raleigh looks to resurrect USC into the program it once was, it's clear that Landon Williams out of the transfer portal is a large step forward to helping make that happen. So with all the suspense and all the drama, with all the anticipation, you would have definitely have to have been sleeping under a rock not to seeing the connection there. You know, I like to make references and sometimes I might get a little pushback on this, but I'm I'm a I'm a reference a little bit of Bible talk right here. Some of you may believe, some of you don't believe, but at the end of the day, this is still a podcast. And I will say some things I'm gonna tell you right now that you may like and I will tell you some things you may not like. You listen if you listen to radio talk shows, I'm pretty sure you're used to it. You're immune to it. So here's what I'm going to say. Once upon a time there was a guy named Lucifer. Some people call him the devil, some people call him Satan. Some of you may have forgotten, so let me refresh you. He was once an angel in heaven. But he got beside himself and wanted to take over and he was cast out like lightning. But he didn't go alone. He took a third of the angels with him. So what does that have to do with anything I'm talking about that's sports related? I am so glad you asked that question. Because Lincoln Riley basically is the devil himself. I'm pretty sure that's what OU fans think. But you also have to understand why come Lincoln did what he did. Was the timing of it bad? Yes, it was. Without notice, yes, it was. OU fans feeling salty because they feel like their coaching staff is being raided. Hey, you didn't think about that when y'all was raiding Kansas State's staff, did y'all? Mm. Funny how sludge is funny. You got Castro GTX. I remember that commercial. Sludge is funny until it happens to you. Anyway, when Lincoln Raleigh packed up and said, I'm going to USC. Did he not take a third of the coaching staff with him and a few players as well, too? And you say the man isn't the devil? No, I'm not calling the man the devil. No, I'm not saying that. But the characteristics between Lucifer getting cast out and taking a third of the angels and what Lincoln Riley did, it's pretty parallel there, I'd say. And the icing on the cake or the star on top of the Christmas tree. Soon as you've seen his name in the transfer portal, if you didn't see Caleb Williams going to USC, you are definitely living under a rock. That was so plain and so clear. Uh, I'm not going to say Ray Charles because he's dead and gone, but Stevie Wonder is still around. That was so plain and clear to see. 
that even Stevie Wonder could see with his blinded eyes. But yeah, I know that guy going. He going, he going, oh, you. Yeah. Yeah, I could just hear Stevie doing that right now. Thank you. I need those applause because I'm not a singer. But that is the reason Caleb Williams is not going to Alabama because 10 years ago he had a talk with his dad. And bottom line is his dad said, whatever you do, don't ever, can never pick Alabama. Now, speaking of a little bit of Super Bowl, one thing that catches people's attentions about the Super Bowl are the commercial ads. And there is one in particular. I'm not going to even tell you who's in it until afterwards. You'll probably figure it out. But there's one that pretty much if I can pull it up kind of goes like this. All I'm gonna tell you is a it's a father and son duo. SoFi Stadium, Los Angeles, California. Over 80,000 fans will fill the seats, all hoping to see their team crowned Super Bowl 56 champions. But what they won't see are the billions of secure connections that could decide the biggest game of the year. The play on the field is under review. Because when the game is on the line, and the game is always on the line. on the field stands. Touchdown. The NFL relies on Cisco. How special it is, though, to do a commercial with your son, Shador. He does not understand how large it is. And we, we got to first thank Oikos for, for even giving us this opportunity to be on screen together, father and son, and my mother, his grandmother, uh, for a Super Bowl spot. I'm getting a dad's strength. I just know it. How you going to have a dad's strength when I'm the dad? Strength? How do you think I gave birth to you and your big head? How strong do you want to be? Shador, you know, what was it like being in a commercial with your dad? Oh, it's really exciting. You know, this is the first one ever. So being able to do it with my dad is really exciting. Really, I, um, I always challenge him at home. So it just seemed like a perfect fit. Strong. Stronger. Stronger. The last time we played basketball together, he blocked my shot and he pushed me. <laughs> and when he pushed it was like a transferring of titles, and I didn't appreciate it. I haven't gotten him back for it, but he disrespected me, and he told me afterward he does not look at me the same. What we're doing in the commercial is, is challenging one another. It's, it's like that all the time, and the, the whole team and the tagline stronger, that's really who we are. So this is not fabricated whatsoever. So there you have Dion and Shadur Sanders to look forward to in their commercial. Oh, there also is a game called the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams playing in that nice stadium. 
man, that is, I hope to one day fly out. Ooh, did I just say that? Fly out? I'm a, one of these things I hope to fly out to Los Angeles. I hope, as a matter of fact, I hope to fly out when it's nighttime and there's a game going on just to fly over that stadium just to see the sight. Because to me, I don't think the pitchers do it any justice. But I have pretty much rambled in this segment for about 11 minutes, played a little clip to kind of tease your uh, Super Bowl taste buds. Had the Sanders in this segment, Dion and Shadur, and really didn't talk about much of anything in this segment. But you know what, though? I can do that. You know why I can do that? I've heard sports talk shows where they didn't talk about nothing. And I'm like, if they can do it and get away with it, I'm a podcaster. I can do it and get away with it, too. Besides, I'm not getting paid the big bucks like them. But don't, hey, don't get me wrong. I am looking for some more sponsors. But I'll tell you what I am going to do. It is uh, getting close to that time. Uh, What I am going to do, since this is the weekend edition, and since I didn't do it last weekend, also, once again, special thanks to my guest for Outside the Box, Ajane Bennett, owner of Trinity Insurance and Financial Services, for joining me on the train last week. But what I am going to do, I'm going to step away, and when I come back, I am going to go ahead and do the halftime show. So if you can get ready to cast your votes on which band sounds the best. That's right. It's the halftime show, and it is coming up on the other side of this break. So stay tuned. It's the A Train Sports Talk podcast. Never deal with flavor. I'll be back with you after this word. A Train Sports Talk Podcast, your host and conductor, Anthony Smith, wanting to let you know that this podcast is listener supported. That's right. Driven by you, the listener. So if you want to advertise or sponsor a segment, simply reach out to me at 316-553-2010 or hit me up at a.trainsportstalk at gmail.com to get your ad or sponsorship rant on this podcast. Once again, A Train Sports Talk Podcast, your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. You're listening to the A Train Sports Talk Podcast. Buckle up and enjoy the ride.
Welcome back. It is the A Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and your conductor, Anthony Smith, and as promised, halftime show. This one is going to be a little bit different, however. Usually I give you the full band sound. Today, Drumline. So tell me, you hear it? What band, what drumline do you think sounds the best? First up on the list, Langston University. So stay in your seatbelts, keep your seatbelts on. Enjoy the ride and enjoy the sound. Thank you. 
And that was Langston University. Boys got crunk, didn't they? So what do I have for you next? Well, here we go. How about Morris Brown?
So there you have it. First, Langston University. Next was Morris Brown. Or if you remember the movie, Drumline, The Morris Brown. Anyway, I am about to pull this train into the station. Hope you have enjoyed the content of the show. I've enjoyed bringing it to you. And me, my thing is I just have fun doing what I'm doing. You know, I I might not ever get up on the status of a lot of other people. But those of you who listen to this podcast, I hope you truly enjoy it. Leave comments. You will, If you got Spotify, I will leave questions on there for you to interact. Even if you don't answer the questions, just let me know where you're from. I'd love to know where you're from and how did you run across this podcast. Uh, I'm just enjoying doing this. Who knows, maybe it will turn into something. Had a young man just the other day want to know what he can do to get himself out there. I told him to start a podcast. Start it on anchor.fm. Get started. It's free. Absolutely free. Yeah, that's a plug. That's part of their script right there. But anyway, I'm getting ready to go ahead and pull this train into the station. And hopefully, you have enjoyed yourself as much as I have enjoyed bringing it to you. So until the next time, take care of yourself and each other. It's yours truly, the host and conductor of the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, Anthony Smith. Peace out.